Hi, I'm Ashley Smith Thomas, a millennial talking about freedom and national security for America. I'm the founder of Freedoms Fund USA, a nonprofit to protect freedom and national security. I'm a speaker, advocate, and thought leader. I spent 2016 saving Christians targeted by ISIS in the Middle East. This was truly an eye-opening and life-changing experience as I watched and learned from my fellow Christians who longed for freedom. It was that experience that became the inspiration to start this show. In this show, come with me as I interview experts about key freedom issues in America and how we can protect freedom. Because if we lose our freedom, how can we bring freedom to the whole world? Let's take action together and let freedom ring. Hi and welcome. My name is Ty McCurry, guest host of Freedom Talks. The purpose of the show is to educate Americans on key freedom and national security issues. Today, I want to address the current climate in our country and offer a message of faith and hope as we enter the Christmas season and New Year of 2023. Recently, U.S. Congressman Louis Gomer read a letter by Tommy Nelson on the floor of Congress. Today, I would like to read you a portion. Mr. Nelson's words of caution to our nation's leaders and Christians are vital. My father was born in 1914. If you would have asked, if you would have asked him if one should still kill, cheat on his taxes, commit adultery, or lie, he would have said, absolutely not. If you asked him why, he would have said, because it's wrong. If you responded with says who, he would have said, God. He, if you said, where does God say it's wrong? He would have said, the Bible. If you asked for an explanation, how do you know it's true? He could not have given much of a defense of biblical authority. But his worldview, like most of the generation, was that of Western or Judeo-Christian uh, Judeo -Christian worldview. He connected all the dots of diversity within the unity of an infinite, personal God who had spoken truly to all mankind through his word, the Bible, and had intersected man through the Bible's chief idea, the incarnation of God and his son, Jesus Christ. If you, had to say, if you, if you said to any of the greatest generation, truth is something relative to what you want it to be, or that there is no final truth, not only would this be a wonderment at you, but anger. They would have seen you as a threat to their day. Wisdom to that generation and every generation of Americans before them was to know that truth and to follow, God, follow the will of God as truth was, sim was not simply the way that was true, but the way that was best. Truth that carried them through the hardest century of our history. Now, the former view is seen as antiquated, as though greater minds have progressed beyond. That former view is now seen as which holds back the growth of society. But, in, but the belief in oughtness, in moral truth, in the marvelous product of belief in the one true God. It was Plato who said, in life, we must seek the best opinions of men and hold, and hold to them as to a boat in a storm, unless we have more certain word of God. The idea of God, the Bible, and of Christ, the Redeemer, is the highest dreams and hopes of man. We can know what we must be know to truly be mankind. Morality, marriage, the home, the dignity of man, 
the meaning of love, right and wrong, are all revealed on, on that which was the foundation of civilization, the Bible. It brought a worldview to, which was li light and salt to our culture and our country. It brought law and order and dignity. It served as a point of integration to which all answered. Our only problem was our, was our refusal to keep living in it. But our day has cut off the limb upon which we are sitting in our rejection of God, banning school prayer, permitting the murder of children in the womb, and abolishing traditional marriage. Modernism is the belief that God can be rejected and yet be replaced by the reasoning and science of man. Postmodernism is the recognition that modernism will not work. Because postmodernism states that there is no such thing as absolute truth, and with God refused, Society as we know it, is dis it disintegrates. The earthquake beneath our feet began in the country si shift in the 60s. The tsunamis followed when with each year became more and more devastating. We are now worse than in the jungle. The jungle has a natural law that governs it. But the law that governs man is God. Man as in God's image chooses. He can be angelic or demonic based on its choices. Without God and his word to guide man, his fallen nature is unleashed. Unleashed, And unlike nature, man has become more and more viol vi immoral, violent, ignorant, and cruel. And that is the horror that is sweeping our country day by day. And it has laid waste to Europe. It is about to eliminate the greatest culture in the history of man, the Western culture. The Judeo-Christian worldview that sees all of life through the perspective of, of the God of the Bible, which we, the leaders of the United States as a body, have renounced. Washington's last words to us were to be beware of following the path of Europe, a path that began in exaltation of reason and science in the Enlightenment. We have not heeded his words, and now Europe's inhumanities in the 20th century have become ours. I need not spend much time on the violence, contempt of authority, breakdown of the home, violence in our cities, decay of our educational system, the division of our leaders and citizens, pornography, STDs, 65 million dead through abortion, gender confusion, illegal immigration, drug addiction, opioids, loss of constitutional freedoms, the homeless, the increase of mental illness, pedophilia, gun control, and racial tensions, not to speak of the economy and COVID. And yet, in all of the plethora of dysfunction, the terms God and righteousness, sin, repentance, Jesus Christ, the Bible and salvation are forbidden terms. We cry over what's not right and yet offer nothing but band-aids and tourniquets. Man must be changed. His heart must be changed at the deepest level. He must have a new birth. He must be born again. As a child of God, he must, as Nineveh in the days of Jonah, repent and heed the warning of God that destruction awaits. Our country and its leaders must humble themselves and pray and turn away from our wicked ways that God may hear our prayer, forgive our sins, and heal our land. We must be reconciled to him who is our life and being. It starts with us, the God-ordained leaders. Friend, 2022 has brought monumental change to our nation as we face economic uncertainty, the attack on the, 
on the family within our government, a failing education system, if, uh, a growing crisis on the southern border, our involvement in the Ukraine-Russian conflict, and the loss of our strategic petroleum reserve. But we have also witnessed glimmers of hope in legislation this past year, like Roe versus Wade being overturned. Many would say we are living in biblical times and watching prophecy being fulfilled before our eyes. As professing Christians, we know that we are sinful by nature. Our hearts are wicked. Ultimately, the problem in our city, the problem in our state, and the problem in our nation are not circumstances. It's not economic. It's not poverty. It's not the lack of education. The problem is inside man. We are all sinners in desperate need of a Savior. As we think about the fallen world today, we see that many politicians are corrupt, money is wrongfully influencing public opinion, and media outlets are distorting the news. We have turned away from Solomon's wise words in Ecclesiastes 12. Now, all has been heard. Here is the conclusion of the matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. For God will bring every deed into judgment, including every hidden thing, whether it is good or evil. The word of God goes on to say in Proverbs 16, verses 12, It's an abomination for rulers to do evil, for the throne is established by righteousness. I believe we can agree that our nation is not set on the path of righteousness, and that a war is being waged in its biblical values that our nation was once founded on. Our nation is fighting against the law of God, against common sense of right and wrong. A battle is being waged to silence men of faith, social order, and social discipline. Jeremiah spent virtually all of his days rebuking the unchecked godliness throughout Judah, much like we are seeing today in America. God was very clear to the, to the Judeans that he will pronounce judgment on them concerning the, all their wickedness, whereby they have forsaken and have offered sacrifices to other gods and, and worshiped the works of their own hands. And that is precisely what Jeremiah did, even to the highest-ranking officials in the land. We need more Jeremiahs today. We need we need courage of men. We need men of courage, young and old, shouting to America about the pending devastation and judgment we are facing by turning our backs on God. We need Jeremiahs calling our nation to repentance and back to the Lord. Jeremiah twenty-two verses eight through nine says, "Our in many nations will pass by the city, and every man will say to his neighbor, Why has the Lord dealt thus with this great city? And they will answer." because they have forsaken the covenant of the Lord their God and have worshipped other gods and served them. But after Jeremiah's warning of coming destruction, Jeremiah ended with this beautiful promise that one day things would be better for those who trust in the Lord. There would come a time in which a godly shepherd would lead his flock. There would be an unshakable kingdom in which things were set right. Jeremiah, verses 23, or Jeremiah 23 verses 1 through 4 says, Woe to the shepherds who destroy and scatter the sheep of my pasture, declares the Lord. Therefore, thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, concerning the shepherds who care for my people, you have scattered my flock and have driven them away, and have you have attend and you have not attended to them. Behold, I will attend to you for your evil deeds, declares the Lord. I will set shepherds over them who will care for them, and they shall fear no more, nor be dismayed. Neither shall any be missing, declares the Lord. And here is the promise. Do not miss this. Verse 5 begins with, Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will raise up for David a righteous branch, and he shall reign as king and deal wisely, 
and shall execute righteousness and justice in the land. Believers, Jesus is coming back. He is our promised shepherd. John 10 verses 14 through 15 says, I am the good shepherd, and I know my own, and my own know me. Even as, I know, even as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. Jesus came for us once as a baby who lived a sinless life and died the most horrific death on the cross for your sins and mine. And our ultimate hope is not in legislative action, societal reform, or human intelligence, but in the redemptive plan of God. Jesus is coming back to rule. Just like the rulers of Judah and the rulers in our nation have abused their position of authority to oppress their people, Jesus will use his authority to serve his people. Jesus' kingdom will not be built on shifting sand, but on the ultimate and complete sacrifice on the cross he made for you and me. In 2023, let's all resolve to walk in confidence and boldness that can only be found in Jesus Christ. Many battles may be ahead, but God has already won the victory. We can be a generation of Jeremiah's pointing our neighbors and nation back to our Savior. While all, while all circumstances may look bleak, a life submitted to Christ brings peace beyond all understanding. Henry Wadsworth Longfellow once penned this beautiful Christmas carol. God is not dead, nor doth he sleep. Peace on earth, peace on earth. The wrong shall fail, the right prevail, with peace on earth and goodwill to men. This Christmas, let's remember that God is not dead. He is very aware of what is going on. He loves you so much, and he sent Jesus to be our Savior. Merry Christmas to your family, and thank you for joining me today.